Welcome to another episode of the TDL Project, where I ramble about books, movies, and TV shows. Today I'm going to talk about Blackpink and why I'm not into K-pop yet, and three awesome docuseries recommendations. It's Thursday once again, and... To be honest, I wasn't exactly sure that I'm going to be able to put up an episode for this day because it has been a really busy week, especially these past few days. Um, I have a full-time job and aside from work, I was working on the podcast website during my free time and I was doing it from scratch and I'm just on my own and it's not easy. Even if you're working on a template, there's a lot of things that you need to decide on from the look itself and all the elements where they're going. And sometimes when you thought that everything is up and running, you get an error message which would cause you spending a huge amount of time fit finding the root cause. And it's a pain, but also satisfying when you finally fix it. And by the way, I also just launched series dives wherein I focus on a featured TV show or series and do a reaction and discussion for each of the show's episode. Right now, we are doing Betsin, this geo series from the Philippines. I've been talking about it in the last few episodes. They finally released their first episode last uh, October 15. So for this series dive on Betsin, I'm joined by Amber. She's Althea Moves on Twitter. And that's Althea Moves. A-L-T-H-E-Y-U-H-M-O-V-E-S. And we have the first episode reaction already up on the podcast. So if you're following or watching Betsy and you might be interested in listening to the series dive dedicated for it, you should be able to find it on the episodes list. You can also find it on the website, thetdaleproject.com. And speaking of Betsy, if you're one of the omamis who have shared and retweeted it, thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> And also, I would like to thank the mother of all the omamis herself, Kylie, for sharing the podcast on her IG story. It was so unexpected. And when I saw it, I thought I had a brain malfunction. I wasn't able to process it, process it for like a whole 10 minutes. But that was the highlight of my week, definitely. So thank you, Kylie, for making my day. Also, by the way, I finally went and checked out the Dubai Expo. It has 200 participating countries, so it's a massive, massive area. There's a lot of walking, a lot of queuing. I gave up within the first hour. <laughs> I know people who have been going there almost every week because it's impossible to visit all the attractions in one day, but I don't know, man. Theme parks have not always been my thing anyway. And I also think we made the wrong decision to go on a weekend because, my goodness, there were a lot of people and we weren't able to check out the attractions we specifically wanted because you just run out of time because of the long queues. So if you're in Dubai this October to March, that's one must-go to destination. But don't go on a holiday or on a weekend so you avoid the crowd. All right. So, okay, let's talk about other stuff. Upon the recommendation of my friend, I finally saw Blackpink's Light Up the Sky. This is a 2020 documentary film about uh, the Korean girl group Blackpink, where we follow the four members, Jisoo, Jenny, Rosé, that's how you say it, right? Rosé, Lisa. Uh, this is directed by Carolyn Sa. It's on Netflix, and it's the group's first documentary and the platform's first K-pop original content. 
There's really nothing spectacular about it, nothing that would make it stand out over your recent regular pop celebrity docus out there. But of course, if you're a fan, this is everything because you get to follow their background as individuals and as a band and we get to see the behind the scenes and the details to their rise to fame. It was released two weeks after the release of their studio album, I think. And this covers the four years since their debut in 2016 with the behind the scenes from their training days, uh, some personal interviews, and their day-to-day life. And it culminated with their 2019 Coachella performance. And after watching this, uh, you get a better understanding and appreciation for them and K-pop in general. They touched on the challenges and the pressures of being, in a way, engineered by the K-pop system for a very young age, or from a very young age. But they didn't really go deep into it, uh, didn't give you deeper insights, kind of just glossed over it. But I get why they did that, because at the end of the day, this documentary is about the group, and you want to focus on that. You know, this whole thing about K-pop groups being manufactured and commercialized is well known. And there's already a lot of documentaries out there that talk about this issue. So if you're interested in that, you can go to YouTube and I'm sure you'll find something there. It's interesting. It's a polarizing topic because, yes, through the system, trainees are subjected to too much pressure to the point that a lot of times it's not healthy anymore. And a lot of them don't even get to debut even after years and years of training. And if you look at it, it's truly the survival of the fittest. But then again, you do get the results. I mean, the grueling system or that grueling system gave birth to multi-million worth pop groups like Blackpink. And I mean, just look at BTS. So in a way, it actually works, right? And I think this is the very reason why a lot of aspiring talents are still very much willing to go through the process because of the prospect of getting this massive returns and possible success, not just locally, but also on a global level. So going back to Light Up the Sky, I think it also made me realize why I'm not into K-pop yet. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I think they're so cool and they're also pretty to look at, not just the girl groups, but also the boy groups. I just think it's a conscious effort on my end because I know that if I do get into that bandwagon, it would be very hard for me to get out, especially given the virality of it. I mean, a lot of my friends are already into it. I know that there's this potential that it's it's going to suck me in. And I have a lot of things that I need to focus on at the moment. <laughs> my priority right now is to read the books on my TBR. This has been my worst year yet and I need to focus and get to it. And watching K-dramas take time, man. I, I was interested in watching uh, Reply 1984, but I saw that it was about 1.5 hours long per episode. Even without K-pop or K-dramas, I'm already lagging behind other stuff. So what more? Right? <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that in the future I'll make time for it and when I'm ready for it, I'm gonna let it consume me. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm missing a lot when it comes to K-dramas and K-pop. Um, I think Lisa is the most energetic and talented out of the four. Jenny is, I think, the most shy. And this is just uh, based on the docu, okay? Uh, Rosé is the most emotional. And Jisoo is the most endearing one. So I think my favorite is Jisoo out of the four. 
Again, Light of the Sky is on Netflix if you want to watch it. If you're a Blackpink fan, I'm sure you've already done it. <laughs> so,、um, also on Netflix, I want to share with you some really good ducky series that I've seen recently. The first one, I want to include it because just for the main reason that I could not get it out of my head even days after watching it. It's called House of Secrets. It's a 2021 docu series on Netflix. It's created by Lena Yadav and Anubhav Chopra. So in 2018, eleven members of the same family in India were found dead, and this three-part series explores the various angles surrounding this tragic incident and the investigation for us to know what actually happened to this family. Were they murdered? Did they kill themselves? And if they did, why would eleven members of the same family within three generations do such a thing? And from what I've gathered, this has been a national sensation in India. And getting to the truth of it was the main reason why the creators made the documentary. And it actually gave you a resolution and an answer, but it was so bizarre that it causes you to ask more questions by the end of the series. It's really interesting.、Uh, it's both eerie and captivating at the same time. Another one is Bad Sport. It has six episodes exploring six different stories of crime in the sports setting. I haven't seen all of them, but I already watched the first three. It includes the Arizona State University basketball point shaving scheme, superstar IndyCar driver Randy Lanier's marijuana smuggling operation, the biggest match fixing scandal in Italian football history, the 2002 Salt Lake City Olympic figure skating scandal. The horse hitman at the center of an insurance fraud ring, and South African cricket captain Hansi Kroenke's tragic fall from grace. And another series on my list is Untold. It is not true crime, but I think it's another excellent docu series. It also explores a different story in each episode. It includes stories and behind the scenes of five different athletes at the peak of their careers, and also the chaos that comes with it. And one of the episodes is about Caitlyn Jenner. Of course, we all know who Caitlyn Jenner is, but I think this is the first time that I've seen a documentary about her. And to be honest, I have developed a newfound admiration for her just from knowing and getting a better understanding of what she went through, her struggles, and what she's like as a human being. And it also explored the time when she was still a decathlon athlete. And no matter what your opinion about her is, you just have to admire her dedication and commitment to excellence. It was so intense, and you just have to give her respect for that.、Um, aside from the Caitlyn Jenner episode, you also have the Ron Artest one, and that incident he was involved in that was、uh, dubbed as the most infamous brawl in NBA history. It also has Christy Martin, arguably one of the most prominent female boxer in U.S. history. Another one is AJ Galante, the president and general manager of the Danbury Trashers hockey team, who was 17 years old at the time and found himself in the middle of a federal racketeering investigation. And last but definitely not the least, it also has Marty Fish, the former U.S. number one tennis player who walked away at the height of his career due to mental health. So if you're in the mood for it, these are three excellent docu series if you're looking for something to binge watch. They're all on Netflix. I also do follow tennis. By the way, my favorite is Roger Federer out of the big three. Rafael Nadal, he's okay. I like him too, but I don't really care about Djokovic. <laughs> I don't like him for some reason.、Um, 
for me, Roger will be the GOAT forever. And I don't really care if Djokovic gets past him in terms of all-time record. They're all tied up now at 20 Grand Slams each. For me, I would always have the opinion that Roger is better than Djokovic in so many ways. Oh my god, this rivalry reminds me, I know this is gonna date me, but this rivalry reminds me of the Agassi versus Sampras rivalry before. I would always watch that. I was a big Agassi fan, and I remember being so happy every time that he beats Sampras. Oh, and another one that I was really a big fan of was Goran Ivanisevic, who was a Croatian player, and it was really funny because... I think all he wanted was to win a Wimbledon championship because right after he won it, and he was young at that time, right after he retired. And he, it was, he was really interesting because during that year that he won, he was the only man to win the singles title at the Wimbledon as a wild card. So he got into the finals in 2001. He was ranked 125th and he actually won the whole thing. And right after that, he retired. <laughs> Um, okay, so enough with my tennis rambling. I think we've reached the end of another episode of the TDL Project. Feel free to follow the Twitter handle and connect with me at the TDL Project. All the episodes are also published on the website, thetdlproject.com. And again, if you're watching Bet Scene, check out our reaction and discussion on the episodes list and watch out for the succeeding ones because if all things go according to plan, we will be reacting to all of the show's episode and it will be up every Monday. Thank you and see you again next time. <laughs>